Kavino went to a party. There was, uh, I guess, a whole lot of pizza left over after the party. Boxes and boxes of extra pizza. And people were insisting for Kavino to take a box. And Rich and Spot couldn't believe that he actually took them up on it and took a box with them. How do you feel about that? Why I, I missed that. So why couldn't they believe it? Does Kavino never take leftovers? They just thought it looked tacky. Oh, they couldn't believe it, like because they thought he shouldn't have did it. Yeah, they thought he shouldn't have did it. Did anyone else take pizza? I don't know, but they were insisting. And see, okay, I I want to go ahead and um, talk about. There was uh, my my daughter's got this little friend at dance, and she had a birthday party one day, and so we went to the birthday party, and very similar, they had boxes and boxes of pizza left over, and they had told us we were leaving, and they're like, hey, you know, take some pizza or whatever. And I was like, no, that's cool. They're like, no, like, like for real, like take a box. And I was like, like an entire box. And they, they probably had like more than five boxes left, full boxes. Um, the party went through a gang of boxes, but they had ordered just way too much. And um, so they had, they were like, take a box. And I was like, no, I'm cool. They're like, come on, dude, just take a box. I was like, all right. So we took one, we bounced. And then I had told my Cause, girl. Cause you know what the alternative is, right? They're going to toss it out. Right. Right. And if it's good, if it's good food and they're going to toss it out, if you don't take it and like you enjoyed it, uh, oh, this is some <laughs> bomb ass pizza, right? This is yeah. fire. This shit's fire. And and they're with a hella leftovers and they're insisting you don't take some. I'm taking some. No. And see, and my girl, she had seen, she she's like, oh, where'd you get the pizza? And I was like, oh, Kevin and Maria told me to take it. And she was like, they did. She had the same rich and spot mentality. And I was like, I, I, I didn't, you know, if they, people are just offering to be nice or whatever, cool, but they literally had boxes left over and they were insistent. If people are insisting and come on, no, take, it's just going to sit here or we're going to have to toss it. Why not? Right. You're right. Now you have you dinner for your family for another night or whatever. The, the thing is taking handouts and taking something that someone's offering or it's going to go to waste are mm. two different things. And, and we recently had catered at, at work we catered like i don't know it was like 500 600 bucks worth of uh italian food from an italian restaurant here in town in Lompoc. and uh same thing the boss was like hey everyone take some home seriously mm-hmm. take it home we had so much leftover and a lot of people did there was no shame yeah you know what yeah. i mean like, no and-, and people there made good money so i mean if these guys you know i'm um, take it what's what's the what's the big deal yeah no no i felt like i i understand if somebody would have told me, I would have just been like, oh, that sounds kind of like, hmm. but when you're there, like, I felt like my situation was very similar to Covino's where I'm like, there was boxes and boxes, dog. This shit wasn't going nowhere. So why not? Just what the hell? And uh, and honestly, walking to my car with the box, I did feel a little ghetto, but I was like, a little cheese muscle. Yeah, I felt, I felt a little, yeah, I felt a little ghetto, but I was like, whatever. I mean, it's cool. And I mean, they're, they're you know homies and shit that it was their kid's birthday so i mean whatever it was cool but but it's just it was just funny to hear they couldn't get up they're like really you did that but i don't know i i didn't think it was that big of a deal i guess because i've been guilty of it you know well no but even when i barbecue at my house right like if i'm having a little shindig and have some friends over whatnot watching football whatnot guess what happens when they leave yeah. It's it's me and it's me and Mr. Chapo Jenkins. Yeah. And I can't I can't eat three racks of ribs. I'm not gonna eat three racks of ribs. I might have some leftover tri-tip, but I'm not a, a huge leftover kind of guy. I'm I mean, I just I'm not unless we're taking tri-tip or steak and, and making sandwiches or something. Yeah. But um 
bro, I'm not going to eat it all either. So, I mean, do me, if, if you don't like it and you didn't really care for the food, it's not worth you taking. Don't. But if you thought it was good and you wouldn't mind having some later, I'm going to waste it anyways. Just, yeah, take it. Oh, you know what? I have another, um, another similar story where I had the opportunity to take a box because we, um, we had traveled a couple of hours, um, I've been doing a little bit of traveling for work lately and we had traveled um, a couple of hours, like two hours to an event. And at this event, they had again, ordered boxes and boxes and boxes of pizza. And um, <laughs> Doug, see, this is where I didn't take them up on it because they had told us um, the event we traveled was within our same company. So it was like, we knew the people, right. And the dude was telling me, he's like, dude, he's like, take a box. And I was like, no, it's cool uh, because the pizza tasted like shit. It was like Domino's, but it was like, dog, yeah. it, was, it was all dry. It had been sitting there all day and they were like, and so I was nah. just like, oh, you know, if it would have been bomb and whatever, maybe we would have taken a box or whatever for the trip. There was like three of us in the vehicle that were traveling back. But right. no, dog, this was at that point. And I got it. And I got to figure it out. What's up? I got to figure it out. It, it, it The light bulb just went off in my head. It said, but ding did it okay your old lady is caucasian yeah rich caucasian spot caucasian i'm an italiano but uh i grew up around a lot of abuelitas and yeah. a lot of big mamas right <laughs> and and let me look at you rich and spot and look you dead in the face when i say this if you're watching yeah if you go to big mama's house or abuelita's house and you don't take food it's an insult yeah no, I remember, um, Doug. This they will was... send you plates if you don't take a plate home. It is an insult, and they probably just did, weren't a lot. They lack a lot of cultural environment experience. They probably weren't in that situation, you know. I'm sure even with your parents, right? If you go yeah. to your mom and she makes a big old Thanksgiving dinner, doesn't she force you to take a plate, Doug? Every time it doesn't even have to be a Thanksgiving. It could be, it could be freaking um, Jack in the Box or some shit. But they always want you to leave you with something, right? Like, like just right. come on, just, just take this, like uh, whatever. There was a couple of extra burritos or 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 whatever, but they want you to leave with something. And if you leave empty-handed, they feel they feel weird that they feel offended. Yeah. They yeah. feel like their food wasn't good enough. So there's a lot I've been taught that when someone is offering something, you should take it. Mm -hmm. And you know, especially if they're kind of pushing it on you. And if you really, really like it anyways, you're an idiot if you resist. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, 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 see, like in the case of, of the birthday party I told you about, it was good. We enjoyed it and it was still pretty fresh. Let's take it. Right. But then when it's, it's, they're offering you boxes of gross ass pizza that's been sitting there for hours and now you have a two hour drive and are you going to save it for home or no, it's going to be disgusting. So yeah, but, but di different scenarios. So yeah, no, for reals. Well, what is, let me, okay. So let me ask him this. When he goes to the Chinese restaurant and he orders a la carte, does he not take the leftovers home? <laughs> I get, uh, you know what? I think it's, do you? It, yeah. Uh, you know, once in a while, um, I, I hate, I hate throwing away um, food. Like if we are, my girl will be like, oh no, just be whatever. We'll, we'll leave it. I, to me, it's just a waste. I, I just, I feel like even if I'm not sure if we're going to have it later, I'll take it because to me, it's just like, that's a waste of money. I just feel like, or a waste of food or a waste of, to me, I'm just like, we'll take it. And if nobody eats it later, then we can toss it. But why are you going to make that decision right now?
I'm a baller on a budget. If we go to me and Ed's or we go to the Chinese restaurant and there's enough for multiple meals left over. And I went there because it was good food to begin with. If it's a slice, I'm not taking a slice home. Right. Mm. I might not even take two slices, but we got a third or a half a pizza left. That motherfucker's getting boxed up. There ain't nothing better than cold pepperoni pizza or some cold ass fried rice and chow mein with some sweet and sour pork. I'm going in oh. or cold Thai food. You're leaving your Thai food. You're leaving your Penang curry and your drunken noodle and Patsy Ooh at the restaurant. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We have this Thai place. Oh my god, dog! They're so bomb. They're so bomb. But yeah, no, I feel you. And especially, um, my sister likes that place. Um, she she frequents it more than I do, especially like for lunch because it's it's near our, our office. And um, sometimes she'll bring me her leftover. She's like, here. I, oh, I'm like, oh hell yeah, that's what's up, you know. Bro, if I go to Meadows, I remember going over to Meadows' mom's house and she made langua. You're not only taking home plates of tacos. She's giving you tamales she's had in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Shit, they might give you some fruit that's ripe, some avocados from the backyard. Like, you're yeah. not going home empty-handed. And if you do, it's an insult. Yeah, no, I feel you. I had, um, you know, I wanted to kind of shift gears a little bit because there was something that crossed my mind the other day. I don't think we've talked about it on the show, but it's something that I thought about. You don't drive about. automatics? Uh, it depends. Um, I can do both. Are you an overdrive or what? Well, the other day, I don't know if it's when, because Spot has done his little poly talk and, you know, there, whatever. <laughs> and ah, he, poly, he mentioned, ah. he mentioned um, using Tinder <laughs> or Grindr or whatever the hell they're using these days. And I thought, I was like, you know what? It's so funny because out of the three of them, the one that I feel would be the most intrigued and to use these apps would be rich right rich is such like a he, yeah I, I just feel like he would be the one but wanting to use i'm it. a perv too so rich that is that is where i'm just like yeah i think i'm probably just as perverted if not more so I'm, but you I'm know with you, but rich. you know what's funny is that out of the three of them rich is the only one that hasn't had an opportunity to take advantage of these because hey, you I'm think so much hey let me tell these fucking wettos since we were just talking about culture let me squeeze this in tell those fuckers to go to chispa is that oh so that's a, another app right yeah chispa bro i mean spark in spanish so well they have so it made me laugh because i thought about it Cavino was on his you know uh grind for a while when he was in his single days between his I'm ex on, and his current things. right and then mm -hmm. so cavino has been on him spot is on all of them now all of them right the, the couples, the gays, the straights, the all of them. Hey, and, he just shows the picture. Hey, his profile picture says Wasito is what it is. <laughs> and, it, and Rich has it. And do you remember a couple of years ago? It might have been when Covino. So this is probably four or five years ago now. When Covino was on his, uh, he was newly in the mist after Layla. And Rich had said he wanted to jump on the apps. And he was telling um sarah we should get on him because it would be a cool experiment or some shit do you yeah. remember he tried to finagle his chow way goes, onto the app chow, chow goes wrong yeah and i'm like this one over here is trying to like and it might have been even before the kids um but i remember he was trying to wouldn't it be cool wouldn't it be funny uh just to see you know what we could pull and i was like rich that i i know what rich is doing and it's just it, it can't it can't end good until it gets weird and he's plugging the other chick with some look in his eye that Sarah hasn't seen in five years and then they have a problem. Yeah, no, definitely. hundred percent. Um, But yeah, I thought about that the other day. I go, man, I go, you know what? I was like, I wonder if it bothers Rich because, or if it's even crossed his mind because anytime Spot starts talking about his new lifestyle, Rich gets so intrigued. Even somebody made a comment the other day during one of Spot's um, 
explanations and whatever. They were like somebody in the chat was so like, did you call it a sexplanation? Uh, I probably, but somebody had mentioned they were like, Rich is so hard right now. <laughs> and uh, and, and, and it was funny because you think you're like, Rich, he he does like get off on this shit. He's living through them, you know. Even the, oh. but even yeah, the buy, the buy tenancies. He's living that too. I don't know, but that's something that kind of. Hey, hey he's living la vida roca. That's something that kind of Roca uh, Davis made me laugh because that's something that Spot said that um, when it comes to like the transgender females, he hasn't been into. And I was like, wait, I feel like that would be a transition well, to on, men. Spotty. You know, because he's like, yeah, he's into chicks. He's into dudes. But the trannies are what throws him off. That made me I, laugh. You know what, bro, I've been, help me out for a second. I've been super, super, super busy at work and I didn't listen this week. Update me on some of his shenanigans please um you know what there wasn't a whole lot i feel like when it comes to that they just were kind of re-asking a lot of the same questions um a lot of it a lot of it was new stories uh not a whole lot of new stories um spot was saying that i guess one there's a girl that lives in his building that he was talking to and I guess Uh-oh. she kind of got away from him because she said he was coming off a little too strong. So okay. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but um, like Derek Strongman. And Spot said he might, uh, he might describe it later. He might explain later. Um, but that was the only thing. Other than that, it was more Rich asking a lot of the same questions and just being intrigued all over again. Mm-hmm. I was listening to it like, yeah, we've kind of heard this shit already, and I'm like. I don't want to say I'm over it because I don't mean that in like in a bad way, but it's just kind of like I well if that, we don't got to keep talking about if it's everyday life we don't got to keep talking about everyday life every day. Yeah, yeah, that's how tell I kind of felt. The, tell us about the special events. Yeah, and that that's kind of how I felt when I was listening. I was like, okay, if it was like like when it was brand new and we heard about it, we were like, cool. This oh, yeah, is the different was shit. That was that was history. Yeah, and now, but it's like mm, a lot now of the normal. questions, a lot of the same questions are being answered again. And mm, I don't know. I, I really didn't care about spots like sex life before. So, I mean, I kind of don't care about it now. Like, it, I don't mean that in a no. bad way, but, you know. Um, no, I mean, if he gets serious with like a side piece or like Kristen or they got some like tea to spill, spill it. But I don't I don't want to hear the boring daily details. I mean, we know about it now. We're good. Yeah. Rich was just I think Rich wanted to gauge because this week's spot was not I was going to say in the office, but. Spot was working remotely this week because he hurt his back and he's had like a pulled muscle or something in his back. And it made me laugh because I felt like Rich kind of wanted to gauge how much Spot was really hurting because Rich was like, if somebody hits you up, some young 20 something that was like, hey, Spot, I want to come over right now and blow you. He was like, is your back hurting too much for that? Or or would you try to stick it out and and get a hot blowy yeah and so spot was like uh i'd probably tell them to come over and then we'll see where it goes from there but i think that was rich's kind of gauge of like are you being a bitch and just not wanting to come to work or are you you know i think that's where rich was going with that i don't know why but i always feel like rich behind every question and stuff i feel like he has an agenda you know i i I, and i feel this way i feel like the news was shocking at first, mm-hmm. but in 2022, it's really not all that shocking. It's just shocking because it's someone that we know and we didn't expect it. But that part of life now is, has been normalized. And, and so for me to keep giving it 
attention like it's not normalized. Mm. Like, I don't need to hear about the day-to-day shit. Tell me, like, if you had a heterosexual relationship, the big events. Like, treat them the same, right? I don't, I don't need to know all the small details. Just share the stuff that you're excited about. I think the more that they ask questions on it every day, they're making a spectacle of it. Yeah. No, I feel you. 100%. You know what I mean? If if you really root for him and it's normal and you're not tripping and you're like, go spot, then the little stuff shouldn't count. You shouldn't care about the little juice. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if you heard, but um, the show that Covino and Rich and myself and I think you checked out is returning the show called This Fool. So it's yes. going to be it's going to be returning for season two on Hulu. Well, this week, Covino told shit, us, bro. Covino told us that he had like a little back and forth with um, Chris Nunez. Is it? I forget his name. The Whoever the, the main character is, the one that plays um, uh, the one with the flip back hair, Edward James yeah, Olmos yeah, yeah. face. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. said, I guess Covino had a little back and forth with them. Face looks like Peter Brittle. Yeah. Um, okay. That's so fucked up. <laughs> But um, but um, or shatter or shatter. I, I can't ever eat peanut brittle again. Thanks. Um, but Covino <laughs> had mentioned Newton is face. Um, Covino kind of pitched him a little idea for an upcoming show. Did you hear the pitch that Covino had? I didn't. Uh, it's awesome. So Covino, what he is, was I'm like, sure. um, what's the okay? Luis is the the hood one that just got out of jail. What's the yes, main character's yeah. name? Uh, peanut brittle. Yeah. What's his name? I I forgot. I just call him peanut brittle. Fuck, what's his name? Um uh damn I, I, it's gonna can you look it up real quick? It's bothering me. Yes. Are you able no, to no problem? Um yeah, he, yeah he's yeah. the uh he's the one with the flannels and he's like the he's like the rocker vato nerd. Yeah, when I when, yeah, exactly. When I hear it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pissed. Um oh, hold on, bro. I'm in airplane modes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh let me see if I can think about it. What was his name? I want to say Pablo or some shit, but I know I'm wrong. Uh, Julius? No. Julio. Yeah, Julio. Julio Lopez. Well, it was Julius on here. Is he it really? Julio, yeah, it says Julius Lopez. You got Maggie, Luis. Yeah, yeah. Julio. So, Julio. Covino pitched this idea to... Uh, yeah, what's Julio. His, what's All his right, real name? Is. Chris what? Chris Estrada. Estrada. I said Nunez. All right, Chris Estrada. So Covino reached out to him and they were kind of doing it a little back and forth and Covino pitched an idea to him. He was like, wouldn't it be funny if you had, because we all know Julio on the show is like the little bitch of the Latino family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was like, wouldn't it be he even cool? makes the faces and everything. He's all, he's yeah. All like frustrated it, it's shit. so funny. So Covino had an idea where why doesn't Julio there be an episode where Julio watches blood in blood out. And so they, they, it was um, very similar to, have you seen those TikToks where it's like one day after listening to Blink-182? Yeah. And then he's yes. like, one month after listening to Blink-182. And then like, yeah. you know, one year, where are you? Well, they, I see the one for San Bernardino and the Inland Empire. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I actually sent you one that was similar. But so Covino was saying it would be very much like that, right? First day he watches Blood In, Blood Out. And he was like, damn, that movie was dope. But he's still his goofy self. Then uh-huh. as time progresses, he just gets even more, more Vato Loco forever. And right. I was like, oh, that would be a dope ass That's show. A great but then idea. Covino said that he, when he told that uh, Chris Estrada, hey, if you guys do the show, the only thing I'm asking is I want to be in the episode. 
So then uh, Rich and Spy and, and Covino kept doing like a back and forth where they were thinking about who Covino would be in this episode. Uh, episode. Is he going to be the dude that is uh, uh, the dude that uh, fuck, what was my train of thought? Was he going to be the dude that doesn't say nothing? And he's just the dude that does the Vato nods. They were oh, like, is, is he going to be um, Rich had a good idea where he was like, Chris Estrada Julio is getting a little bit older. So he maybe there's an episode where he lets his hair go gray. And then Covino's like talking him into like just for men. And he was oh, like, shit. they go to the club. Just for vatos. Like maybe. Yeah. And Covino was saying, yeah, Holmes, you got to use just for vatos. And they go to the club and like nobody's showing him love. But they're showing Covino love because he's got the just for vatos. So then it makes oh, Chris Estrada want to go ahead and put his just for vatos in. So they were bouncing a lot of ideas off back and forth. But I thought it made for it was it was cool, man. I think it would be so awesome if we could see Covino pop up on a show. Oh, absolutely! I bet he'd fucking kill it. That's just that's his. Uh, he'd kill it. He'd yeah. kill it. Yeah. No, I think it would be so dope. But um, but but what are you thinking about? Is there anything I have? I have plenty. So if if there's anything you want to get to, let me know. I don't want to hog the show. Well, the first fucking thing, the, the thing that I got that really got me was uh, them talking about the episode of the Wonder Years. Did you did you hear that yeah. one? Yeah. And and the and the what was that? The the daughter's boyfriend kind of speaking up at the table on how he felt the war went, mm-hmm. and uh, and the dad didn't react. And you know, and the guys were kind of talking about. Um, I think Rich said it's wrong, right? Didn't Rich say it's wrong for him to bring it up in his house? I I don't remember. I don't okay, we'll take that back. I, you know, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's wrong? And um, what's your opinion on 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 their take? I thought um, when I, I mean, I watched the clip obviously as they're playing it. I thought it was a, a dickhead move of the the daughter's boyfriend to make those comments. I feel like you're you're if you're in somebody's house, you know, you kind of even if you don't agree, you don't have to sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to open your mouth like that. I felt like he he's over here having dinner in their house. I felt like it was a little disrespectful. If he could sit there and he doesn't have to, like I said, he doesn't have to agree. But then to say that, oh, the people that gave their lives and stuff um, are dumb and this and this. I'm like, yeah, when the dad's a veteran and I'm like, are you serious? You're really going to open your mouth with your stupid ass hippie, you know, thoughts. Cool. It's OK to have them. But are you really going to sit here and like make this awkward and be, I feel like rude in their home and just make it, make it, make it uncomfortable for everybody. Why would you want to do that? That's where, how I felt about it. And and I kind of agree because it's kind of like, number one, you got to know your audience. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, number two, what are you trying to prove and convert? Yeah. You don't know your audience and don't insult it. By mm-hmm. saying they were dumb and they're dead, you know what I mean? Like that's 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 a horrible way to start a conversation, exactly, or or a horrible thing to have in a conversation, and and you know, although I agree with kind of his opinion, um, you know, and I and I think that's what free speech is kind of all about, and I think you should be able to have those conversations, but again, you need to have those conversations with like-minded people or someone. That's interested in what you have to say. I, I think those kind of conversations can be insulting. And just because we have free speech and you're free to have them, that doesn't mean it's a, it's good karma to go and piss everybody off mm. talking about them. But what it what it did bring up, though, was just kind of like where our stance is now versus government, like general opinion with all the media now versus then. Like, 
then they believed everything that was said because the media outlets weren't independent like they are now and individuals along with big corporations, but there's a lot less of agendas out there. And even if there is agendas, you have more people that offer the other side of it. So it's just crazy though, how the free speech, what is it free? Mm -hmm. And see, and the thing is that I don't mind even like, like those conversations where you're saying, um, I don't think he necessarily needs to be around like-minded people, but like you said, know your audience, you're in these people's home. If he wants to have even conversations like this around his buddies and say his buddies aren't like-minded, um, they're friends, but they have different political views or whatever. Cool. Have it around them. But like you said, but don't, no, even, don't no, even do that. Don't even do that. I don't want to have a conversation with anybody that's not enjoying the same conversation. Mm -hmm. What do you win from that? Now you're just, that's no different than the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons fucking flagging you down because they're trying to sell you their point. For what, bro? I don't care. Mm -hmm. You're, you're and, wasting and energy no, right see, now. For me, honestly, I don't want to have those conversations with anybody. Like to no. anybody, because to me, I'm I'm like, you're not going to change their stance. They're, I don't feel like they're going to influence my stance. So for me, it's just, you're just asking for a headache. Right. For a potential argument. Someone's exactly. going to leave that conversation upset. Yeah. And and it's like, you know what? That you have your opinion. You can go vote however you want to vote and and make your opinion count, you know, if that's what you're feeling. But right. but to just but to definitely bring it up around your not even your in-laws. I mean, it's just your girlfriend's parents, and you're over here like, really, you're gonna bring that kind of of awkwardness to the family is where I was like, why, why would he do that? But, but I mean, it, it really, I think it made for a good episode because there are those people. <laughs> and when this kid started talking, you know, those individuals, you know, those individuals, everybody knows somebody like that, which I oh, think sure. made it really interesting. So mm -hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I agree. Um, I, let me see. I, what did I have? Um, Oh, you know what, Doug? I think I might've talked about this before. But it what just made me kind of think the other day, I was thinking about how it must be weird for, you know how um, I think Kavino's mom is a good example. If she sees somebody and she's like, oh, look at Donny Osmond. He yeah, looks dumbass. So, he looks so old or some shit, you know, it's funny because like I think of people like uh, like Jennifer Lopez and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, these ones that were like these young girls right it growing up at least for me they were a little bit older than me but they were like these young girls that were these young the pop acts and always um probably every one of them more than once um however i wonder how it must be for somebody who's like 20 right now and jennifer lopez britney spears they're in their 40s and 50s right and so i'm mm -hmm. like man that it's so weird how perspective works right because for in my mind, even though they are older, Brittany's like 40, 41, whatever. And I think about it in my mind, she's still kind of like that baby one more time person, even though she has like she's not the hit, crazy chick that shaved her head, you know, like sometimes. But I feel like all of that was part of it. And See, for, for Brittany, for, for me, for Brittany, for that hits home because of homie mm -hmm. K Fed. I, you know, I knew K Fed growing up. So that one kind of hits home. But She's been not right way longer than she was right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what sits with me and I feel bad for her. You know what I mean? But like she's had more turbulence throughout 
the 40 years because what she she was normal well, normal please cut that out mm-hmm. um <laughs> okay never mind uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on i'm gonna say something fucked up okay well <laughs> i just i think about it and i'm like these kids that are like 19 20 16 17 i'm like man to them they just might think of like these old now that's an older lady to them you know and i'm like it, sure. it's it's so crazy though because I think about like to us when we were kids, I think of somebody who was older, um, like even for me, I'm thinking like even like a Marie Osmond. Right. She was older. Right. And or Madonna, but taking 60 year old titties on Instagram. Exactly. Right. But to my parents, she was freaking um, she was a young pop star. And so it's good titties still. It, it's so crazy. It's so, it's just weird, dog. It's not a, I don't have like a really crazy point but question you saw that you saw madonna shaking her 60 year old titties or 65 year old titties on instagram no i was gonna ask you if you did if you still motorboat them no um i probably would i mean but yeah (laughs) i haven't even seen but i I mean but madonna's not in bad shape so i mean whatever um but yeah if you want me to be honest probably um what about you you asked the question you know it's madonna i mean you got a motorboater given the opportunity right you don't turn that down oh you know what i was about to okay so on i'm gonna bring up the king of queens like Kavino and rich were talking about they were saying what do you bring up more than the average person for me it's king of queens there's an episode where they're talking about it was in the late 90s the show right when it aired so i think it's it started in 98 so they're talking about um hillary clinton and at the time she was just uh bill's wife right so they're talking about it and Deacon and uh, uh, fucking um, Larry Romano. I forget what his name is on the show. Uh, and Kevin James, they're talking about, would you do the first lady? Right. And they're like, so they're, they start going back and forth and they were like, well, you got her. She's the first lady. Even if you don't want to, you still got to. So they keep going back and forth. But it's so funny that you said that about Who's Madonna. That, uh, the current first lady. No, no, this was in 90. This was, they're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm not Joe Biden. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I'm like the VP. Yeah. I, you know what? In my mind, I was still thinking Trump's wife. So, uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's no brainer. Oh, yeah. That's a no brainer. Right. But uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking of Joe Biden. So, (laughs) yeah, no, that's a negative. Yeah. But I mean, you still might have to just for, I mean, just for the, the, it's the first lady. Yeah, <laughs> you would right. you would it just for the just for the mere fact that it's the first lady. Put my thing in Jill Biden. Yeah, I don't know. Just to <sighs> say you did, you know. <sighs> I would just be cool enough <laughs> saying I was there. Yeah. Okay. Well, but um, yeah. What do you think about uh? Let me see. <laughs> Sport. <laughs> But what do you think about uh Rich mentioned sports bonding families? And um I think Doug, I think for me it's so funny because I was talking to my mom recently about the Lakers games, right? And the Lakers are dog shit right now, but it's still something where where my family still bonds over them. As terrible as they are, I'm sure I mean the Raiders aren't doing as hot as you know they could be. So it, it's right. something that I think if you have like even family, friends, homies, whatever, if you guys have a sports team, it's an automatic. I, I could go without talking to Luis for three months. And then mm-hmm. he's a huge Lakers fan, right? Hit him up right. and just randomly be like, dog, what are you thinking about this new head coach? Damn, you know, right, or whatever. Right. 
Boom, right yeah. away. So I feel like oh, not- me and Tib Dog send those probably three, four times a day about our shitty ass. I speaking of, I don't even mean to interrupt, but I gotta no, get but- this one out. So speak speaking of today, I sent Tip Dog uh they cut no Raiders linebacker Martinez, 28 retires from football. And I so I added the message. I said he couldn't take the fuckery anymore. And he put, yep, not sure who could. So I mean, yeah, I'm with you. We do that shit multiple times throughout the day. Yeah, no, and it's it's funny because it's something that really does bond you i mean it's it's something that and and it goes back to a conversation they had even a few weeks ago where they were talking about like what is it that really like disappoints you or saddens you when your team is like out of the playoffs or they don't even make it to the playoffs or whatever or even when it's out of season right so you're like because you know throughout that many months those six months or however long the season is of whatever sport you're into, you do have those friendships, those family, you know, bonds where you can hit up somebody randomly and you're like, you know, we're doing good this right. year. We're doing shitty this year. Damn, we're going to make it into the playoffs. Do we have a chance this year? There's so many more conversations that get to go during that one period of time. So I, I think sure. it's it's part of the sadness of when your team is like eliminated from whatever. They're At the end of the season, yeah. you know, they're not going to the playoffs. You know, that kind of, talk with your friends and family is kind of uh it's put on hold for a minute you know as a raider fan i don't expect my team to go to playoffs for like the next 10 years because they're always pulling some funny shit i yes. mean as a fan i think they've only went five or six times in the what 30 fucking four years i've been a fan i mean me and tip dog have been friends since 1989 mm-hmm. and we've been raider fans since 1989 and we've always shared, you know, we always watch games. We, I've probably been, me and Tip Dog, outside of COVID, attended a Raider home game at least once a year since 1995. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but the Raiders are always pulling some bullshit. So we always have something to talk about because they're just always, it sucks, man. It just sucks. <laughs> and me and Tip Dog, we've been hammered at many a games. Um, he hasn't drank for the last five years, but that doesn't even get in the way. We still go have fun at these damn games. Yeah. Tailgate, cook bomb-ass food. And, and to, to add to your point, my mom is, you know, she's 79 years old. I don't think she's ever did any drugs in her life. I've never seen her smoke a cigarette. I've never even seen her take a drink, right? Her and baby Jesus, they're linked up like Voltron. And uh, <laughs> But we share the love of football. Like she t- she watches my team. She, she's a Bronco fan because she's from Colorado. But, uh, you know, and our teams are rivals. But we don't even go there because she's my mom, so I don't disrespect her. But even we t- talk about football. And I'll go to their house, and, you know, and me and her will watch football together. And she damn near 80 years old. It's funny that you say that, dog, because, I, I mean, I – I don't know how long I've known you now. It's been a couple of years and I never knew that about your mom. Just knowing the background that you've given me on your mom, I I never would have taken her for a football fan like at all. It's just- Oh, bro. And and Graham, what's crazy is growing up when I went through my wild ass stages and shit, you know, I was hustling the devil's lettuce and puffing on it. And she, her and baby Jesus were linked and oh boy, we went back and forth and, and she just, she just, uh, you know, a lot of times we say rich, like even in the show earlier, I think rich and spot don't understand because it's a cultural thing in a lot yeah. of situations. They don't have a lot of that experience. She had she grew up in a little ass town in the middle of Colorado on a farm. You know what I mean? Like her and my life, I grew up in the hood of Fresno. It's it's a different, it was a different, well, it was a different dynamic. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think even now, my mom's not old, but I think um I and I think she's kind of come around a little bit when it comes to to like weed and shit to where 
where I think she understands it. I mean, it, it's to me, I mean, in my mind, it's no worse than a drink of alcohol or whatever. Right. No. But growing up, Doug, it better. Name, name, you... <laughs> name the last time something, someone in your town made the news for killing someone off a DUI high off weed. You know, it's or funny because name, 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 name the last time the police showed up at someone's house for a domestic violence incident and the guy was all stoned. You know what? And Tupac, I mean, not Tupac, Snoop Dogg said it best. He was like, alcohol usually divides people, right? It, you you have people that are crazy drunks. You have people that are that get violent, right? You have people. Someone at the party is always acting up, right? But when you have when you have if you're you're like like Tupac, I mean, why do I keep calling him Tupac? When Snoop Dogg said you're sh you're sharing a joint with somebody or you're passing around, you know, you're you have a blunt, you're freaking everybody's or whatever. You have a bond, whatever. You're bonding, right? You're chilling. You're fucking. It's mellowing everybody out. You're just, and it's just so different. And it's funny because growing up, I had that mentality. I would say even into my early twenties, where my mom instilled in my head where it was like, if you might as well be smoking crack, right? In my mind, there was no different uh, difference. And, and it was, it was real bad. And I mean, as the years, you know, passed over the last like 10 years or so, I've been like, Oh no, it's a little more chill, whatever. But it was just growing up. It was so, if you're doing that, it's just like you're doing anything else. So my growing up, I was always scared. I was like, and, and it's funny because like there's people that will say how like oh yeah it's, it's a it's a gateway drug or it's a this or that i've no, gone to ain't. plenty of um even when i was like studying in school we had to go to like drug court and shit to like sit on or watch panels and shit talk dog every, everybody everybody huh i had to go to that once <laughs> no well us were we were observers so i don't know if you were an observer or a participant but the but these people <laughs> that say well, these people, dog, everybody that was there that was on meth, that was on um, crack, that was there, it was everybody in recovery, right? But it only involved weed, so we'll but, just leave it at that. But everybody that was on these panels for recovery uh, would tell you, no, for me, it was, it, it, I had never even smoked weed until I was smoking meth, or I was okay. never, you know? I got some behind the velvet rope on that. So I did get in trouble as a young adult that I had to do one of those programs to get the weed charge off my record. And when I went to the once a week meetings and those people were in the meetings, they all fucking laughed at me. Yeah. They laughed at me. They thought it was a joke. No one took me seriously. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he, the people I could only connect with were the were the alcoholics because it's kind of kind of like weed a little bit. Right. Like they they weren't all twacked out of their mind. But like the people that were <laughs> twacked out, bro, they were like they just looked at me like, get this fucking guy out of here. Yeah. Well, it, Doug, it, it, the same. I mean, I brought up this example. I don't know if I kept it in the show um, a week or two ago, but we go back to the Dave Chappelle freaking on um, Half Baked where he's in recovery for weed. And that's when Bob Saget stands up and he's like, have you ever sucked dick for weed? And right. They, right. No, all the, the tweakers and crackheads are looking at you like, dog, you're in here for some little pussy ass shit that we don't even consider a drug. And right. It's, it's so crazy though, how your mentality changes because for me, for the longest time, that's how I thought about it as well. And now I'm looking back. I'm like, dog, it's, it's harmless. I feel like it's harmless. Bro, most you know? drugs make you not eat. It makes you eat. I mean, it's just, it's not the same shit, dude. You can't, if you're, if you're having back pain, doing a line of cocaine doesn't fix it. Right. Mm. But you can get some THC rub or take some RSO caplets. Like 
it can be used as a medicine. And that's the thing. It, it gets a bad rap because big pharma and big tobacco didn't get their cuts and still don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why it gets a bad rap. It only gets a bad rap from the people that can't make money from it. Yeah. No, you know what and, I'm saying? And, you know, and it's just, it's, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like now looking back, I'm like, hmm, I wonder how it would have been if I would have been like smoking as like a teenager and shit. I'm like, well, I know my mom would have just beat my ass. So, I mean, but, but, you know, I'm- Bro, and, 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 and let me give you a backstory again. Let me use my experience. I currently work for the biggest cannabis company in America and we constantly send out products to test and all of our, all of our stuff comes back well below the 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 limits that the state requires or whatnot and we always shoot for an nd which is a non-detect and our stuff is healthy all the way around like we we make sure that there's no contaminants or nothing whatsoever i know the stuff's safe because i order the tests Mm -hmm. and not so what's an nd you said a non-detect like non-detected because you know when you're using extraction depending on what you're doing if it's not solventless solventless means that you're only using water and ice heat and pressure and to me that's your best bet you know what i mean that's my favorite because again water's not bad for you ice isn't bad for you heat's not bad for you and squishing something's not going to hurt you you know what i mean and so that's what i like if i'm going to use if i'm going to use an extract um you know if i'm going to just not smoke regular weed because i like flour that's my deal i like to smoke regular weed but if i'm going to do something that's concentrate i like solventless because it was it wasn't extracted with any solvent now mm-hmm. solvent extraction you can use butane uh people use alcohol um you know there, there's you can use pentane you can use uh there, there's a bunch of different solvents that you can use and you know when you're doing it you want to make sure in that process you don't leave any residuals because it'll get flagged in the test and most of the time there is a small amount of residuals and you so there's levels right that the state sets that you got to have it with under these certain levels and you know a lot of companies don't care bro as long as they're right under the level and it'll pass and they can make the shelf they're okay with it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but the company i work for it's not like that we we make sure that you know you're well we, under that's the our level. goal yeah well yeah you want everything as low as possible you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so but when you do that you know you have products that aren't unhealthy for you and as long as you as the consumer don't gorge yourself i mean if you eat 100 cheeseburgers you're probably gonna have problems too right mm-hmm. everything should be used in moderation and if you do that it's not bad for you man and it's actually healthy yeah no that that's where um yeah i just i just i trip out a, a whole lot of perspective thinking this week i think um yeah i just i trip out i trip out a and, whole and, lot and of- i can't argue that vapor or smoke is good for your lungs but there is plenty of ways you know you can take edibles you can take rso caplets which is basically all of the whole plant in one thing and and there's a lot of health benefits i kind of put it this way on rso caplets i know this dude and i won't share any names because it's personal um, but i know this guy and, and he had a family member that was given a couple of weeks to live right mm-hmm. and he got some of those rso caplet and a couple of weeks they were preparing hospice and everything and it's been months and 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 he's he's doing a little bit better i'm not telling you that he's cured and that he's fixed and that he's going to live 20 years yeah. but they gave him two weeks in hospice once he started taking those rso pills he's already in a couple of months and he never had to leave his home and and it doesn't look like he's going to hospice anytime soon yeah that's awesome. So that's super awesome. That's one situation that bought him a couple of months for sure. And, you know, we'll see how much it ends up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Doug, I, I really honestly, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't have a whole lot left. Um, I know we got a lot of shit to do. So was there anything that you wanted to touch on before we bounce? 
Um, nah, man. I think that, you know, I, I think that uh, go Covino Rich. Shout out to them. Hope to see Covino on this fool. Um, loving the Fox show. Um, yeah, man. I, I think, uh, you know, again, I don't need daily updates on spot shit, but interested if something dramatic happens. I want to know those details. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's been it's been good. Yeah, no, I've been excited and I've been listening to I try to listen to the Fox Sports show live. Um, my schedule lately, especially with the time change, has been a little weird for me. Um, yeah, I get that one more than the actual show show. Yeah. So I, I've been um, listening to the Fox Sports show a lot in podcast form after the fact. Okay, I've been digging it, man. Um, my buddy had hit me up and he told me that he was like, dog, he's like, they're they're on Fox Sports is they're just they're so good, man. They're so good on they're killing it, it's, it. It's crazy that they can go from this uncensored format to, you know, a couple hours later, they're on this, you know, family friendly uh, format and they just they're killing it. They they kick yeah. ass at it. I, I love it. Yeah, You know what, though? What's the difference, though, of kicking it with your homies? You know, like for us having a fucking mean old fucking meetup smoke sesh on Thanksgiving. And then you got to go right after that to mom's house and grub. You have it's totally different conversation. For sure. For sure. A hundred percent. And, you know, I was thinking about that, too, because um, it's so funny how to them because they're such professionals. It's automatic. Right. I know Um, there was something and- where. Go ahead. And it's this. Sorry, bro. I don't need, I'm sorry. I totally apologize. But again, the light bulb went off. It's the same shit. When we meet up, me, Tip Dog, Columbo, and Mito used to meet every Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we go out to the fields and smoke, right? And it's same shit. We're talking about butt cheeks. We're talking about making money. We're talking about hustling. We're talking about fucking the grub we're about to eat. We're talking about I'm gonna go eat your mom's food and your. So we're talking about similar shit that they would talk about on their show. But then we got to go play it off at each other's fucking parents' house. And then, and then you're talking about different. Then you're talking, you're, you're going from titties to touchdowns. Yeah. No, 100%. I've been um, having to do a lot of that lately, um, professionally and personally, of the jumping back and forth. And it's um, touchdowns and titties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Really. So, um, but anyway, man, um, I, I just want to go ahead and thank you again for always making time because I know we, we've we had busy oh, ass you, schedules bro. lately. And, um, but yeah, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, want to be on the show after show BL across all social media, um, hit us up 928-235-5285. The number is right there for you guys. If you're watching it on YouTube and just continue to spread the word, continue to tell your friends and about the it. If you know any Covino and Rich listeners that haven't heard about us, I know, um, Paul Dimitrik, I think his name, um, on one of the in show chats, he had put, is this thing real or something? Is this after show thing a real thing or something? um Don't fuck with us so yeah we'll let paul know send him a link send whoever you know if you have friends and we're not you guys know we're not super Cavino and rich heavy even though this is the uh, unofficial Cavino and rich after show we go into our own shit so anybody that you think will dig it go ahead and let them know about us hood rat shit after show but later episode number 154 we'll see you in episode number 155 next weekend thanks alcacui thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time Baseline tray. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens. And come and spend a day in the 757. Yeah, no.